beware. Or in some translations from today's gospel, Jesus says, be on your guard. Be on your guard. Now these words would have needed little explanation to the first Christians, to those who first heard these words from Jesus, to beware or to be on guard. Jesus' own life was an example. He was betrayed, he was tormented, he was killed. And very quickly in the history of the Christian community, we find ourselves in Acts. In the lesson today, St. Stephen the martyr, the first of many Christians to be slain for professing the name of Jesus Christ. And in our liturgical calendar, we remember martyrs from these lands. The persecutions have continued throughout the centuries. And the epic of 2,000 years of church history, if we put the lens in various places, we will find stories of men and women, children, people of all states in life, clergy and lay, giving themselves the ultimate cost for their faith. Now we must recognize too that at times the church has persecuted people in Christ's name. And we must denounce all such persecutions in Christ's name that led to physical harm and to death of others as a complete betrayal of the words of Jesus. But the persecutions have continued up until our present time. For example, the 20th century had more Christians martyred, killed for their faith, than every other century of Christian history combined. Do you think we're doing a lot better in the 21st century? Not so much. The persecutions continue. But these words, be on your guard, or beware, are they for us? Because after all, the persecutions that continue to happen, even as we speak, there are Christians being killed for their faith. As we speak, most of these persecutions take place in the majority world, in Africa, in Asia, in places where the church is booming, where the church is thriving. But what about us in the West, here in England and in other places? Christianity is not so much at the center of things anymore. It's sort of on the edge. Do we need to be on our guard? Do we need to beware? In the spirit of American democracy, let's take a vote. So if you think Jesus' words, be on your guard, apply to us, and you say yes, raise your hand. If you think, no, they don't, raise your hand. Just for the sake of good measure. <laughs> now, the no's may have something on their side. Because it is very unlikely that someone will burst into this room and physically assault us for celebrating the Eucharist this morning. It's unlikely. It's unlikely that when you go home and pray, or when you read a religious book, that someone is going to burst into the room with a machete or a machine gun and try to stop you. In other parts of the world, that could happen. But here, not likely. Now, on the side of the yeses, that those words, be on your guard, do apply to us, is that we are starting to see little hints, little glimpses of more serious persecution in our Western world. We've seen it in England. And we've seen it in other places. And some say that in the not-too-distant future, you and I may start to taste more serious persecution, like what our brothers and sisters in other lands have had to endure for a very long time. I guess time will tell. 
But before we can give a final verdict to whether yes, be on your guard applies to us, or no, it doesn't, we have to look back at something that precedes be on your guard. That what did Jesus, St. Stephen, and every other, just about every other martyr, what did they do that resulted in their persecution? They preached the gospel. They proclaimed the good news. They shared their faith. If they had not preached, proclaimed, or shared their faith, they would not have had to worry about being on their guard. And as we gather as Anglican Dominicans, a preaching order, it's good for us to be reminded that we are to preach and then be on our guard. Because there are consequences for preaching. And all around the world, uh, Dominicans and others are celebrating 800 years of the Dominican tradition. <laughs> 1216, St. Dominic, and now 2016. And the motto of the Jubilee year, of the 800th year of the Dominican tradition, has been go and preach. So I might say go and preach, and then be on your guard. But does this only apply to people who preach from pulpits? Are we the only ones who have to be on our guard? No. Every Christian is called to proclaim the gospel, to preach the good news, to share their faith through your words, through your deeds, what you say to people, what you refuse to say to people, how you use your time, how you refuse to use your time. All of us are called to proclaim, and therefore all of us must be on our guard. The good news here is that Jesus tells us in St. Matthew's Gospel not to worry too much about any consequences. Not to worry about, well, what happens if we do get pushed back? What happens if we are persecuted? What does our Lord say? He says, let the Holy Spirit guide you in those circumstances. Let the Spirit speak to you. Let the Spirit take care of you if and when those circumstances should take place. So the larger question for us is not, will persecution come to us? To you, to me, when I walk outside this building, when I go on the train, when I fly on a plane, I really don't need to be worrying about, will I be persecuted? The question that Jesus has asked us to worry about more is what precedes the persecution, and that is, will we proclaim the faith? Will you do so by your prayers, by what you say to your neighbors? Will we do so in our preaching? That's the question that we face. Because at the end of the day, if we never receive any pushback, any persecution, any negativity, perhaps it's because we've never proclaimed the faith. And our Lord would rather have us proclaim the faith and receive the persecution than to betray Him by saying nothing at all. May the Holy Spirit guide us to preach, to proclaim, to share our faith, regardless of what might come. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.